0: Did you know this podcast is powered by Acast? Acast is the home of podcasting. For creators looking for freedom to grow their listeners and make money too. And creative brands looking for smart ways to advertise. Podcasters and advertisers in the know know Acast. It's time you did too. Visit acast.com to find out more. Acast. For the stories.
1: Another week, another help me, Rhonda. This is
2: a big week. This is episode five.
1: Oh my god, we're five in. We're big. We've already been doing this for five weeks.
2: We have just graduated to primary school, prep, kindy. What, what do you mean? Well, you know, when you turn five, you go to primary school.
1: Oh right, right. So we're in yeah, primary but, school yeah, okay.
2: now. I mean, okay. five days as opposed to five years, but shh, you know, that's five
1: that's, weeks. You're thinking of five weeks, not five days.
2: Okay, so what does a five-week-old baby do? Um,
1: Probably make noises
0: like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Do you think they've just opened their eyes? Wait, no, babies come out. No, they open. don't take
1: five weeks to open their eyes. What are you talking about? <laughs>
2: ducklings got them. <laughs> or kittens? I think kittens take about six weeks. I think Do that's, they. Yeah, I think that's the the, the the common idea. I don't know. I'm not <laughs> a vet.
1: I've never had a kitten before.
2: I have. They're great. Welcome to episode know. five of Help Me, Rhonda.
1: If you're new to this, which you may be, maybe you've gotten to episode five and you're like, I'm going to check that out. Welcome. Thank you for listening. Uh, This is where we take all of life's questions from you, Rhonda, Mm -hmm. and we answer them with our very professional, very knowledgeable uh, minds.
2: Asterisk. We are not professional and we are not knowledgeable. We we we're just people who just come up. We just like to basically talk shit about other people's problems. Really, like that's the crux of it. We care about you. You're our Rondas. So the we, the reason we're called Help Me Ronda is that you write in and you ask your question to us, and then you say, "Help me, love Ronda," and that's how yes. you, dear listener, become the Ronda. Um, and so if you've just stumbled across us. How did you find us? Because I feel like we're not like quite making up algorithms yet. You know what I mean? You know how randomly it's like stuff you should listen to and it's like, oh, okay, I'll give that a go. I feel like we're we're, we're still probably a little while away from being randomly recommended.
1: Uh, Hopefully not that far away. Maybe we have been randomly recommended to you. I saw actually on our podcast some of the randomly recommended ones and they were a lot more expensive shows than our show.
2: Yeah, um, we just so had – I'm did not it sure what us? that means. How long did it take us to get set up for this episode? About 20 minutes. We had well, some I've been problems. working
1: on trying to set this shit up for about an hour, so
2: <laughs> great. But we're here. We made it. Um, the hey, height of
1: professionalism.
2: Exactly. Yes. Um, speaking of making random recommendations – Since it's episode five, since our podcast has turned five weeks old, and it's just starting to open its eyes, um, we have a little bit of a giveaway to announce, don't we? Oh,
1: that's right! A little cheeky little giveaway. So, all you Rondas out there,
2: we have a stock of very, very expensive and exclusive golden question mark balloons that we are balloons,
1: not 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 gold bullion.
2: No. Not balloons. Gold
1: balloons.
2: Balloons. Almost like
1: the same thing.
2: The things that you blow up with your mouth and then they hang in places. Um, and we want to give them to you, but yeah. you have to do something for us.
1: Would you like a gold balloon?
2: Sure, I would. A gold Help Me Ronda exclusive balloon. Well, it
1: doesn't say Help Me Ronda on it, but you will know in your head that it, it's from Help Me Ronda.
2: And we will touch the balloon before we put it in the envelope. So, yes,
1: absolutely. And we'll breathe all over it and we no, we hopefully won't have COVID.
2: No, no. That's okay, not, we won't breathe all over it. That's not COVID safe. I guess neither is putting my fingers all over it. So maybe no. we'll put gloves on and we'll touch it with the gloves and in, in, imbibe our energy into the balloon and then okay, we'll- Okay, through
1: gloves. Okay, great.
2: So what we're going to do, if you want to get your hands on one of these beautiful balloons, and some of you might have already done this, and if you have, thank you so much. We would love for you- to leave us a review, uh, or wherever you get your podcasts, um, Apple Podcasts are the ones that I don't know if you can actually leave reviews anywhere else. Do you know, Jess? I don't know. <laughs>
1: uh, can you? Does anyone know? Does anyone know?
2: Maybe we should have checked this before we announced our gold uh, balloon giveaway. Or if you
1: use um, Apple Podcast. A lot of people use Apple Podcasts. Surely that's use that, what most people Give us people a review. Use.
2: Yeah, yeah. Leave us a review. And what we're going to do every week is we're going to read some out, right? We'll just read two or three. And if we read out the review you've left for the Help Me Rhonda podcast, you've got a week to send us an email at, not at, it's Podcast at outlook.com. And you say, hello, my name is Joe Blow and you read out my review uh, on episode six My address is this, please send me a balloon and we will send you a gold question mark balloon with a personally written note from Jax and I to say thank you for listening and for loving because we appreciate you very much and so we want to give you something even if it's as lame as a gold question mark balloon.
1: Sorry if you were hoping for something better than that. That's all we can afford really.
2: But if you keep leaving reviews, then one day we will be able to afford to send you gold bullion. We'll be so rich. Gold
1: bullion in the shape of a balloon. Can you do that? I'm sure you can do anything.
2: It's metal, right? Like you just... You just go for it. Oh
1: yeah, my my wedding rings made out of gold.
2: <laughs> yes it is.
1: It was obviously fashioned into a ring shape <laughs> at some point from raw gold. What does what's raw gold? Is it just like Is, is that the stuff
2: that you find in a lake like that you pan for, you know? Oh, like a nugget. Yeah, a nugget. nugget Have you ever been I- to
1: Ballarat and uh, is it Sovereign Hill where you pan for gold? No,
2: see, remember I grew up in Sydney and we Oh, that's right. I think we had our own version of that. I can't remember what it was called. I never went. I've never been gold panning, but you know what? I might start.
1: People Seems like a lot of effort for not a lot of really return.
2: Well, people find massive nuggets and then they're millionaires, you know? They've just they just do it their do whole life. Do they lives. How
1: many people have found that in the past 50 years? I'd say maybe 3.
2: Well, and aren't they the three luckiest people in the world? And they <laughs> I worked guess at so. It. Yeah. So anyway, I guess so. to summarize, um Keep listening because we will start reading out reviews from next week. Um, and if we read yours, you can send us an email and we will send you a gold balloon. You'll
1: get a balloon. Woo-hoo.
2: Woo-hoo. All right. Should we get into it for this week?
1: Let's get into it.
2: All righties. This question comes from Rhonda. They say, I'm 21 and I'm stuck in a job that I don't want to be in anymore. But the problem is I just have no clue what I should do with my life. So, if I can ask a question, the first being, did you always know what you wanted to do? As in, did you always have an idea of what job you wanted when you grew up? Uh, Since following you guys and seeing how you work, I'd like to have that, um, but I don't even know how to begin. Please help me love Rhonda.
1: Oh, hello, Rhonda. Sorry that you're feeling a bit torn about where to go in life at the moment.
2: It's so hard. We put so much pressure on ourselves to, like, be, to know
1: what to have to do.
2: Yeah, but also to just be happy, you know what I mean? Like it's one of yeah, those things right. as soon as people are unhappy, they're like, oh, my God, I've got to change something. Like, And I, I I, totally get that. I think it's a really human response. Um, And it sounds like to me Rhonda is trying to think hard about, like, what they want to do and what they need to do to be happy, which I think is incredible and it's a great way to be. Um, I mean, the first part of their question was, did you always know what you wanted to do? I mean, Jacks, you've always been I mean you liked media and the entertainment industry right because you had your yes boy band called boy (laughs) boy tracks don't hey
1: hey no it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what it was called you'll find out one day maybe we'll play the song one day actually might get some royalties
2: people have definitely sent it to me because they have found it and I'm sorry it's gotten lost so Rhonda's out there please go to work for me and find the name of Jax's boy band so that I can spring him (laughs) with it next week Oh,
1: it's um oh,
2: hang on, we've got a hand up what? from uh, Franco. Yes,
1: producer Franco. Sorry, sorry to jump in here, guys. Was it <laughs> Boyzone? Yes. No, th- that's Ronan Keating.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I wish I was Ronan. I wish I was Ronan Keating. If I could be Ronan Keating, that would be great. <laughs> Boyzone.
2: Nice and try. I thought that, that rang a bell and I wondered why. No. You know, I actually oh, well. have
1: somewhere still a VHS tape with a Boyzone concert on it. How bad's that?
2: As in you went there and filmed it or someone gave it to you?
1: No, no. <laughs> I, I, I obviously bought a concert of Boyzone and Ronan Keating's there singing, you'll so Actually, they didn't sing that. They said, uh, oh, sure. when the going gets tough, the tough get going.
2: I couldn't even name a Boyzone song. I know a Ronan, I know the Roller Coaster song by Ronan great Keating. song. Yeah, great song. Um, I I have a good concert on DVD and don't mm. laugh. I, I know you'll like this because I know you like Green Day, but I have you seen their Bullet in a Bible Oh, great concert. From Milton Keynes. Milton yeah, Keynes yeah, yeah, yeah. in the Milton UK. Milton Keynes? I'm I don't Milton Keynes. Um, I've watched it 100,000 times. It's great. Concerts, good it's concerts a great show. filmed. Yeah, it's a great show. Um, But good concerts filmed can be really fun to watch. Anyway. Actually,
1: do you know what else I have? Mm. Human Nature. Um. It was their Always Be With You album, and I've got their concert. I went to that concert, actually, and it was a good time.
2: How did you get into liking, like, music like that? Do your, does your family, like, really like pop music or was there something that exposed? Because it's great. I, I think it's great. Like whatever music yeah. you want. But, like, it is, you know, you're pretty into, like, boy bands and stuff.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, I've had an eclectic mix of uh, music tastes over the years. I My brother was a drummer um, and so probably that helped a lot in mm-hmm. terms of introducing me to music. Uh, my dad also has worked in radio for my my entire life and longer. He's so. a
2: newsreader, which I love.
1: He is. Because that's
2: my day job. I'm a newsreader during the day time.
1: Yes. So Still that probably though. also influenced my... Entry into radio, I would say.
2: When you made um, your boy band, Boy Zone, yes. still, still to be determined. Uh, TBC. What, what your name was. Boy Racer. I feel like it was Boy Racer. I don't know why. Oh, you'll never know. Uh, yes, I will. I, it's in my <laughs> messages somewhere. Like I can find it. I'm just not going to do it now while I'm on the podcast because that's extremely unprofessional. Did you, like, were you making music with your bandmates and going, we're going to hit the big time and, like, we're going to be yes. – Aww.
1: no, see okay, this uh here we go Beep. all right, so <laughs> at the time when we got together, so I was really young when we got together, clearly because I'm still so young now, and young it was a and long fresh time face. ago yes, um, but we got together and we had a lot of fun and we were doing really well, and we spent i mean we were together for like ten years or something, but the the industry at the time was just not. It kind of, you know, boy bands had their surge and there was Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and then Human Nature a bit in this country mm-hmm. and then it all fell away and it went to, you know, bands like Green Day and, and things like that. that yeah, were like big. a little
2: bit more like pop rock, kind of punk rocky, exactly. But like still very palatable. That exactly. It like hit, yeah, 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 gotcha, gotcha, And gotcha.
1: then And then, right, so then One Direction came out and boy bands were big again but we were kind of stuck right in that middle section where no one wanted to do anything with boy bands
2: but if you were like good enough you would have made it you know i Maybe. don't i mean that with love but you know what i mean
1: Maybe so. We t- we toured. We did lots of stuff. We did all right. It's just that we didn't. Yeah, that's fight. right.
2: You do have a CD. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. you can still buy your Boy Racer CD at a JB Hi-Fi. Last right? I
1: saw, it was it was at the bargain bin in the JB Hi-Fi. So
2: hey, man you know. you've still made it. In my opinion, yeah, it's exactly. Like having a podcast on a platform like we have, we've made it. In my, I don't give a shit what happens yeah. after this. We've bloody made it. You know,
1: my whole life has been a series of almost making it to something big, but not quite.
2: Oh. Well, with your move <laughs> to America which is happening oh my god in like what, 3 days.
1: Like, yeah, so well, oh. this comes out on Saturday and yeah. then we fly to Sydney on Monday and then we fly to the US on Tuesday morning. So Holy shit.
2: I feel like this is you're going to hit the big time. I hope it's with oh, this thank podcast, you. but thank if it's not with I this hope pod- so too. Yeah, if it's not I'll I'll be okay. Like I just want you to succeed because I think I think you're great. Oh, thank you. You're great. Thanks. But your boy band was not. Your boy band was just good. As far as oh, I can okay. tell.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. I'm
2: going to find a song to sorry. play next week for sure. I'm going to play okay. it out of my phone. It's going to sound very professional. Um, so basically you you knew what you wanted to do with that and then when you kind yes. of like stepped away from the boy band thing, was it like did you had you decided you wanted to work in film and audio and stuff and it was just like. Yeah,
1: I, I knew through my teenage years that I was really interested in film mm. um, but at the same time I was kind of helping out at the radio station my dad's radio station
0: right
1: um, so that's kind of how I fell into radio and i've been I've been doing film stuff on the side for a long time so um I've kind of had an idea of what I've wanted to do my whole life but I think the important thing is and the the it's been especially true for me is that you know radio wasn't anything that I ever was like this is what I want to do with my life even though I enjoy doing it a lot but everyone's path is different and everyone's journey to mm. find what's right for them is different. And so some people, they want to go into the film industry and they work really hard at going into the film industry and they get what they want or they don't. And some people, they go via radio or some people start, you know, as an accountant and decide they want to do comedy or whatever. Everyone's
2: <laughs> path. I you got that off. Yeah, that's a right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, doing the rounds. What's his name again? He's great.
1: Uh, Dilaric.
2: Del Rook, that's right. He was great. He's so funny. Yeah, an accountant, and then he became yeah, a comedian.
1: A comedian, and he's so successful now.
2: Yeah, he was like listening to a radio show and was like, you know what? I think and he called in. That's right. I think he was listening to a show and he called in because he's like, I've actually got something really good to say. And he like killed it on air and ever since then was like, I'm yeah. gonna be a comedian. I never think I don't think it's ever like too late to decide what you want to do. Um for me. I wanted to be an actress and then, I, <laughs> but that was young. That was like before I was 10, and then became yeah. jaded. I got jaded really oh, early. Right.
1: Oh, so you you could have, you you went down the child actress route, but you didn't even nah. try to be a child didn't actress. Didn't even like, try.
2: Oh, this industry sucks. No, nah, I just gave. I just knew I would never make it, and it would be too. You hard knew that to you would it.
1: become a drug addict if you went down the child actress route.
2: Totally. So I went for radio instead. Um, no, it was either law or media. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I liked writing. I liked talking. All of that stuff, you know. And I think once I decided I wanted to be a radio news reader. I made it happen and I think yep. for me like I knew I could make it happen so I made it happen sort of thing. I think yep. it's hard though for people because like I kind of always had an idea of what I wanted but like my fiance for example like he didn't start so he's a plumber now he started his apprenticeship when he was like 28 or something like he had no idea what he wanted to do he, yep. like flip-flopped all around the place and it's really hard for those people. I've got a friend who's exactly the same where she's just like oh I don't know what I want to do and I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to like have a dream job and a dream career and we look at people who have that and we're like, oh, my God, I want that so much. And I get wanting that. But some people just don't have it. Some people just there's just not something they necessarily want to do. I guess my advice in that situation, if you're not sure where you want to end up but you know you want to have a good job, Find out what you like, as in, do you love animals? Okay, well, you've got to find something that you can do with animals. Do you love being outside? Well, you know, look into gardening or horticulture.
1: Horticul- yeah. Oh, Ho- oh no. Here we go.
2: My dad's one of these, so I should know how to say it. H- hortic- horticulture. Is that a word?
1: Horticulture. It-
2: horticul- horticulturist. There's yeah. no L at the end, but I'm trying to say horticulture.
1: I think you're looking for horticulture.
2: No, it's like the verb. It's the verb. Horticulture. I'm, I'm, sorry, I'm Googling. Horticulture.
1: Oh, God. I don't think horticulture-y. That horticulture That sounds like a... Horticulture. I don't know. Horticulture. Don't, it sounds weird. I think
2: you're right. I think it's just horticulture. Yeah. Oh, how embarrassing.
1: Horticulture.
2: Okay. Well, if you like trees... That is embarrassing.
1: A- if your dad does that, <laughs> that's embarrassing.
2: He never actually finished the TAFE course, so, you know. He's technically
1: not. <laughs> so he's not really that. He's
2: technically not, but he wasn't He's not qualified. Um, he's
1: an unqualified <laughs> horticulturist. He's a fraud.
2: <laughs> oh my god, poor dad.
1: I'm gonna dub him into the horticulture society. Horticultury of board.
2: Sydney. I'm sure there's a word for that. I couldn't find it with my quick <laughs> Google, but I'm sure there's a word. But yeah, like I think that's the most that's the most basic thing to do. If you're kind of struggling, and you're like, what do I want to do? Brah blah bra. Find out what your passions are, what you like. People. You know, go into customer service somehow. It's really easy and accessible. You know, uh, if you are really good at swimming, why don't you be a swim coach? You know what I mean? Like it doesn't mean that you're going to necessarily make the big bucks or whatever. Yeah.
1: You don't have to be, if you like swimming, you don't have to be an Olympic swimmer. You could teach swimming. That's still fun. That's still what you like to do and you don't have to be the best. The other thing related to that, if you like something, if you've got a hobby, I mean, sometimes that's good if you're not sure what to do. That's sometimes good to be like, maybe I'll pursue this as a career. But also, sometimes it's okay to just have a hobby. You don't have to be the best at your hobby. You don't have to make money from your hobby. You just, if you have a hobby, it's okay to just have a hobby.
2: Yeah, I 100% agree. And I think as well, like, maybe it's just that thing where you need to work to live as opposed to live to work. You know what I mean? Like it's, you know, you go to work, you don't want to hate your job, and which is why I say like pick something that's kind of in the realm of something you're passionate about and then go from there sort of thing. Um, But it's really hard and Rhonda, we wish you all the best because it's not easy being 21 and kind of looking at your life and going what the hell am I going to do with this thing? So, But just remember you've got plenty of years left to live. The race is not run.
1: 21 feels old but I can tell you. As someone who is now almost 30, 21 is young.
2: I can guarantee you there's 35-year-olds listening to this being like, shut up, you two. You are so young. (laughs) Like looking at us like we're looking at 21-year-olds. You know what I mean? There's always something. Absolutely. You know, we are are still blessed with youth uh, and we've got quite a few youthful years left. Um, Well,
1: you say quite a few. I've got a couple.
2: I'm an optimist. Life starts when you're 30, I reckon.
1: You know what? By the time I'm 60, they'll have developed technology to make me young again.
2: Oh, I reckon you'll probably have to wait till about 70. Maybe oh well, that's
1: fine. As long as I'm still alive, I can be young again. I can go into the rejuvenation booth and come out as a thirty year
0: old.
2: That'd be beautiful. Or a twenty year old. You can cryogenically. Oh,
0: shit. Ugh. Cryo. You...
2: No, I know how to say that word. I just stumbled. Cry... Do I... you remember? I got up at three a.m. this morning. Cryogenically, cryogenically freeze yourself like Walt Disney. Do you reckon? That's I want to do that because you're a big. No,
1: it's not true. He's not frozen, but I want to freeze myself
2: because you're a big Disney fan. Do you have that on good knowledge? Like, good authority that he did not freeze himself? Uh,
1: I mean, I don't know the Disney family, personally, (laughs) but um, I don't think he's frozen. I don't think the technology would have been around in the 60s to freeze someone like that.
2: You never know, mate.
1: And also, he died quite quickly and quite, you know, it's not like he was sick for a really, really long time. I mean, he was, I think, sick for a while, but it's not like he had 10 years of cancer or something and they figured out he, they were going to freeze him and all that sort of stuff.
2: With the whole cryogenically freezing thing as well, I feel like you'd want to be younger. Like I feel like I'd call it 20 years before I thought I was going to die because I don't want to be reanimated at 85 and just oh,
1: Yeah, see, away. I reckon I want to be cryogenically frozen, but I think I need a clause in my last wishes mm-hmm. where if I'm over a certain age... Don't freeze me. Like if I'm under sixty, get me in the freezer. <laughs> if I'm over sixty,
0: give up. Uh, let me go.
2: Why does this feel like it's going? Free? <laughs> that was a long one. I,
1: yeah, it was. Uh, it. Sorry about that. Um, okay.
2: We are a professional podcast. <laughs>
1: Okay, here's a question from Rhonda. Hello, Hello Rhonda. Rhonda. Thank you for your question. Rhonda writes, hey, guys, I'm from the UK. I have a question. I'm considering looking into emigrating to Australia. I have an engineering degree, but I'm not sure if it's just because I'm bored with lockdown and everything. I've never been to Australia. I wouldn't know anyone there, and I'd be on my own, so it's a big move. I'm only 26. I'm worried I might be wasting my time stuck in the UK. What do you reckon? Do
2: it. Do it, do it, do, do it. it, do it, do it. Again. Very young. 26 is young. Lots of life left to live. Definitely do it. Um, I think as well with, you know, COVID and stuff, I mean, I guess the only thing is, are people going to be really gun shy about doing this now that we've... And are still going through this pandemic, and no one can travel. And I saw this no. week the latest news there with Australia because the vaccine rollout's so slow. They're like, "Well, international travel to places like Europe and the US and stuff might not resume till 2024." You know, uh, like, hey,
1: that hey, that can't happen because I need people to come and visit me. And well, we might before not be 2024,
2: we might not seriously, we might not be able to because it's just. And I just wonder if it's the same as things like corporate travel, right? Like all these companies going, we don't yeah. need to pay thousands of dollars. A month for all of our staff to travel. We uh, can put them on Zoom meetings. You know what I mean? I think
1: Yeah, yeah, but I, wait till things go back to normal no, a bit more see, and I, it'll all come back.
2: I think the modern the the world for the next ten to fifteen years will be as a result of what we've learnt from the pandemic and those sort of things will stay. And then the trends will probably switch back and we'll forget all about it. But I think
1: I think once this kind of wraps up. Once this whole COVID things like see you later. Once we get to a point where we're like, I mean, COVID may not ever like just go like you know other. Uh, It'll become like the diseases. flu, yeah,
2: where it just pops up. But every it will
1: now and it then. have to get to a point where vaccines and and things like herd immunity and stuff. I mean, I'm not an epidemiologist. No, we told you in the start, we're not qualified. We're not So, we don't know so what sorry, we're but about. this is my opinion. Right
2: <laughs> I'm great. Another jerk with a microphone and an opinion. Yeah,
1: Woohoo. Whee. But it's got to be some point, right? Where We, you know, don't report the case numbers every day because we don't report the case numbers with the cold or the flu every day. It'll Mm. become, you know, where we can treat it, where vaccines mean that it's not as deadly, and so it doesn't become as devastating as it has been. Mm. Surely there's a point in the not-too-distant future where that happens.
2: Yeah, totally, but I think that that's what I'm saying. I think that the lessons have been learned, i.e. corporate travel is – companies spending all this money on something that they don't really need to do yeah
1: but you know what part of the perks of being a corporate (laughs) jet setter is getting the corporate travel yeah i know so maybe people zip around the world around the city no
2: see maybe people will care like they it won't be part of that job so you won't be attracting as many people to things like that because of the perks and the benefits all Um, the
1: people who have spent the last year stuck inside with their kids are like
2: I feel like I need to fly interstate with work. (laughs) I feel like you've picked this question because you relate to it because you're about to emigrate. Yes, I'm about
1: to do the exact thing, but in the other direction, except not the UK. I'm going to the US. I'm 29, so I'm a little bit older, but you know, still young, still young. Do it before you have kids, I say, because they tie you down. Um, Not to say that we we don't like kids, but they do tie you down. We're not, anyway. We're not,
2: yeah, we're still a while away from making that commitment in our lives. We yes. both want kids, but we're just definitely not ready for that right now. Yes.
1: Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. But I will say on your own, particularly at the moment with the pandemic and everything, definitely trickier. I'm lucky that I have my wife who's coming with me, and so whatever happens, whatever's thrown our way, we'll be together. So, you know, we'll have each other.
2: If I hadn't been with my partner, because we've been together for nearly 10 years, right, and so I've yep. gone through my career with him the whole time. Mm-hmm. If I hadn't been with him, I'd definitely – would have looked at moving overseas um, as yep. a single person. So I definitely think, like, I, know, I mean, people have a ball when they do that. You know, you're 26. That's true. That is true. Going, you know, coming to Australia, I'm guessing you'd go to, like, Sydney or Melbourne. They're the only two places I'd consider, like, <laughs> going, by the way. If you were coming to don't, Australia for a short time, not way. a long time, go to Sydney or Melbourne. Like, they're, they're the yeah. places, right? Um,
1: don't go to, oh, I mean, there's nice places in, like, the NT and stuff like that, but don't, like, I wouldn't base yourself in Adelaide. No. No. It's the city of churches. Do you really want to base yourself in the city of churches? Maybe. I say no.
2: Maybe they're a priest. Maybe they're a. Maybe
1: you like churches. A
2: travelling priest. Churches are pretty cool, although I do remember in Europe getting very, very bored of churches.
1: Oh, yeah. I went to Japan.
2: Churches in Japan? a a travel distance? No, temples, temples. Oh, temples. Yeah, right.
1: And temples. Lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of temples. And eventually you're like, oh, this temple's exactly the same as the rest. No,
2: I know that they're not exactly the same. They all have their own unique charms, but the first few I walked in, I was just like, Like, I was just, wow! Like, I was like five years old looking at the ocean for the first time. I was just like, this is amazing! What's going on here? And then by the 6th, by the 7th, by the 11th, because you do, you just find yourself going into churches when you're in Europe because they're every Everywhere. Everywhere. Um, and beautiful and incredible. And the thing is in Australia we don't have anything like that. We're more sandstony, but these were like no. beautiful gold tombs and oh it was great. Um, well in
1: Japan you get the you know, they've got the, the, the water and you have to wash your hands with the water. See that
2: sounds way more fun. I did light a candle uh, yeah. in Notre Dame. Oh,
1: are you are you the one who burnt down Notre Dame with your candle?
2: No. Oh, good. Definitely not. That's um, lucky.
1: That would have been awkward. <laughs>
2: can you imagine? Can you imagine if you're like, oh, sorry.
1: being the person you're like, oh, I've just sorry. lit the candle for, oh shit. We
2: shouldn't laugh. It was a horrible tragedy. Although no, no one,
1: horrible tragedy, no
2: one got hurt, right?
1: Oh well, I don't want to. Uh if, I don't. I, if not, yeah. Hopefully th- not. No. If someone did, that's very sad. Sorry. Sorry about your loss, whoever they are.
2: Yeah. No. It burnt down like a year after I went. I think so. Yeah. I was definitely in the clear. But yeah, how embarrassing walking out, and being like, "My bad, guys. <laughs> I dropped <laughs> my candle." Sorry. Um, you have to pay to light a candle at Notre Dame. Do you? Yeah. So I think it's like fifty euro cents or something. Like it's it's not a lot, but it's the way that they make money because they get all these Catholics from all over the world, being like, "I must light a candle for my brother and- in
1: Europe." Right. I mean, in London. You got to pay to go to the toilet, right? Hmm? If you want to use a public toilet, you got to pay.
2: I don't know. I've never been to London.
1: Really? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, if you want to use a public toilet, it's like twenty cents or something. You got to pay.
2: Is this fake I, news? I mean, I, think I don't fake think news. it's fake news. you I don't this think up. it
1: is. It could be, but I don't think it is.
2: You can't just make claims like that about an entire. No, but city. it's
1: like it's the same as like if you want to drive in the city of London, you have to pay a tax.
2: Huh. Well, I guess you kind of, yeah, but you kind of have to do that here with toll roads.
1: No, but like literally if you enter the city in a car, the city of London, you pay.
2: Well, how? How? Do you have to line up and pay at your vehicle? No, or no. Like, I think
1: it's like a, I think, I imagine it's like a little e-tag <laughs> or something like, that goes
2: boop boop. I feel like you're just spouting mistruths about poor London here. And I think you should leave London. Oh,
1: sorry, also. if you live in London, actually, if you live in London, hit me up. Let me know if what I've said is true. And if it's not, sorry.
2: Yeah. Sorry, you have a, you're a man with a microphone. You have a responsibility to people now. Yep. Um, oh, hang on. Oh. There you go, what's Quick, this? Oh, Someone has sent us through a link. We have a special guest on today.
1: Let's see. The 20 places where tourists actually need to pay to use the washroom. Here we go Paris, London, what? Amsterdam. I'm telling you, all through Europe, it's a thing.
2: I didn't pay once anywhere. I went to Paris, I went to Amsterdam, didn't go to London, but I didn't Did pay Did you go anywhere. to a
1: public toilet?
2: Oh, do you know what they do have in Amsterdam? At the airport, they have smoking huts. So, like, you come out oh of the, off the plane and it's, like, a little hut and it literally says smoke in, like, big letters on it. Not like, you know, like, in Australia they make you feel like, a disgusting you would person. have spent
1: a lot of time in there
2: well it's only at the airport and we weren't at the airport for very long oh right. and the other thing is smoking rooms at airports they are bizarre they have them because oh, we stopped at um doha in qatar which is um a middle eastern yep. country obviously a lot of people smoke and uh yeah smoking rooms in airports are disgusting and then because you're standing literally in a room surrounded by cigarette smoke you walk out and then you smell cigarettes on your clothes for the rest of the day it's disgusting. Oh, That's so my mum, when she flew to Canada when she was 20, um she booked on the smoking section. Can you imagine smoking oh, on a plane? Oh god. I know. What an awful time. Yeah, she said she absolutely regretted it because Absolutely yeah, would. She absolutely. That's
1: why it. I was always confused for so long, you know, when they're like this is a no smoking flight and they have little signs next to the seatbelt that have no smoking. I'm like who would do who would smoke on a plane?
2: It's like the ashtrays in the bathrooms. I think it's because they're like, well, look, if someone is going to have cuz you can you can smoke inside, right? Like it's there's no, no danger. No,
1: don't do that. I'm not don't do it.
2: I'm not saying do it, but I'm saying like in the realm of things, you're not gonna. I don't know, unless you like what? fall asleep with it, you're not gonna burn your house down if you have a cigarette in the house. If I was to sit right here where I'm sitting right now and have a cigarette and put it out, nothing bad's gonna happen except my house is gonna stink, right? It's so gonna you
1: stink and it's gonna get dirty. Yeah, oh, no, ugh. it's great.
2: I don't smoke. I hate. I don't. Let me make this clear. I do not smoke in my house. I don't know anyone who does smoke in their house. But what I'm saying is you can actually smoke on a plane. Like, you can. Nothing bad's going to happen except you're going to get arrested. No, don't. You're going to get arrested. You're going to get
1: arrested. How is that not a bad thing that's going (laughs) to happen? Oh, that's okay.
2: So they put the the ashtrays in the bathroom for the people who go, fuck this, I'm having a cigarette, and so that way they at least put it there.
1: Have you seen that movie with Liam Neeson and he's on a plane and there's a guy who's, like, giving him a ransom on a plane? I can't remember what it's called. Taken. Anyway, he's, no, it's not taken. It's that's another only, one like Taken, but it's Liam it's not movie, taken. I know. Sorry. Anyway, there's a scene where he's smoking in the bathroom of the plane, and he oh, because he's a he's a marshal. He's like one of those airline marshals. Oh, the
2: secret guys like in Bridesmaids, where he has the turkey sandwich. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. Great job. Um. Anyway, so he goes
1: into the he goes into the bathroom, and he tapes over the smoke detector in there and has a smoke. I don't think you can actually do that, and I don't think you absolutely should not do that. You can
2: probably just, like, because, you know, in smoke alarms in houses, you can probably just twist it out.
1: Oh, no, I don't. I'm not condoning Let's this. Don't not, do that.
2: I am not condoning it. We're just don't do talking. that in your house
1: either. It's very important. It's there for a reason.
2: This is why vapes are so good, because you can vape on a plane.
1: No you're not supposed to vape on a can. plane. So no you cannot
2: long haul. No you can't. You're not allowed to but you can exactly. because it doesn't no, leave a you smell. Can't. It does not leave a oh. smell.
1: Yes it I've sm- <laughs> you know what I when we used to work together, there's a little room that you would go into to vape every morning and you say, oh, you can't tell there's no smell, but I would smell a waft <laughs> of fucking watermelon.
2: But it's a watermelon. So you just go, oh, someone's chewing a watermelon lolly. Oh, like you don't go, God. oh, someone's vaping. You just did it because you knew it was me, right? So on the plane, you the trick is to hide under a blanket and you take really little puffs, like really little and then you hold it in your mouth for ages so that the vapor dis- dissipates, and then you very slowly let it out. And you do it at night when everyone's asleep, so that no one's gonna like see you. And it Oh works.
1: Nah, this is
2: nah. I have a, a, a well-known radio celebrity does that. I'm not gonna say do their they? name. Mm, I'm not gonna say their if
1: name. If I so I'm on a plane right in a few days, and I'm so like,
2: jealous of you. It's
1: like 25. I know, I'm actually really excited to <sighs> go on a plane. How weird's that? But um, there's going to be like 10 people on the plane. If I smell a waft of watermelon, <laughs> I'm going to be like, who the fuck is that?
2: You can be the air marshal.
1: I'll be the air marshal.
2: Um, Rhonda, we got very sidetracked, but we talked about travel and you know what? Maybe that's the inspiration for you to move to Australia and to see new things and enjoy life post-COVID because as much as I said before that, you know, we're going to learn from these things and things are going to change at the same time, the things that make us happy still exist. So
1: Do what you want, yeah. explore. Australia is a beautiful place.
2: Amazing. Holiday here this year for people but already
1: But at the moment, you can't come in, so sorry.
2: Well, they can. They just have to quarantine for two weeks.
1: No, they can't. You actually can't. Oh, really? Yeah, unless you're an Australian citizen or permanent resident.
2: Yeah, right, 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 because our borders are still shut. Yeah, yeah. well, there you so, go. You've got eventually. some time. Yeah, you've got some time to, to plan. think about it.
1: Save some money. Yeah, nice.
2: Come on over. We'll shout you dinner. Well, I will because Jax lives in LA.
1: Where the bloody hell are you, I say.
2: Oh. Hey. Oh. Yeah. oh. We are a professional podcast. What are you doing? Oh, what is happening? I'm in my third... You know how... So the first couple of eps we were, I recorded from my dining room table. And yes. then last step I recorded in my study nook. And for this ep, I've come upstairs to see if we can avoid you uh, Are you echo. just giving
1: me a tour of your house yeah, week by just, week?
2: Except all you're seeing is white walls because I'm trying to podcast on neutral territory, right? Like so that... For videos, it's not confronting.
1: Well, know. I've got lots of shit in the background of my screen. <laughs> yeah, so. you're not very Sorry about, sure. you about that. You do have an air. I'm, I'm busy packing. I'm taking all this stuff to my parents later today. Blah, so.
2: blah, blah. Um, and, yeah, I'm currently sitting at, like, a, a crate with my legs crossed, like I'm sitting on the floor. <laughs> I've got my mic propped on books. Like, I and I just knocked my mic. Can through.
0: you...
1: Can you hurry up and get a stand for that? We're five weeks in and you've been saying you're going to get a stand for that, Mike, for at least all of those five weeks. I
2: don't know what sort to get. I don't know what's – like I don't know how to make this better. I just – I'm just going to keep persevering. Once we hit the big time, I'm going to buy a studio, right? But for the minute a, a whole – You're
1: going to buy a whole <laughs> studio? Yep. I'm going to call it studio. Wow, that sounds unnecessary.
2: And it's going to be great. Hey, surprise, we have yeah. – some rapid fires this week.
1: Woo, which, rapid fires. Oh, you
2: are supposed to make a little thing for that. I was
1: supposed to make a thing for it and I didn't. Beel, I've been beel, busy beel, packing. Beel,
2: beel, beel, beel. You'll have lots of time. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Yeah, I'll have
1: lots of time over there. I've got 10 days in Vegas where I'm doing nothing, so.
2: Um, exactly. Well, nothing. You'll be in Vegas. Can you yeah, win well, us some yeah. money? Win us some money to go to the Start Our Own Studio Fund. I will try. Okay, good. <laughs> The way you said that, I thought you were finishing a sentence. Oh right. no, no, that's it. So, if you are new to the podcast and you don't know what the hell, what the fuck is a rapid fire? So, basically, these are questions where the you listener, Rhonda, <laughs> ask what us. What are you doing? You ask us questions, and we give you a quick answer to them. So, it's like Thai or Indian, as in like takeaway food, or you know, tomato sauce or barbecue sauce, sort of thing. And it's just fun and silly. The yeah. idea we've turned it
1: around on you. We so yeah. say we've turned it around so that.
2: We're You're sort of, asking
1: us the questions. Yeah, no, kind of.
2: Yeah, but about us, not about yeah. answering your question. Anyway, we don't actually anyway. think it makes any sense, but we have so much fun doing them. And as long as we get the rapid fires, we'll do them. So strap in. Send
1: them through if yep. you got some.
2: So here we go. <clears throat> you ready? I'm ready. This is a weird question. Do you reheat your leftovers or eat them cold?
1: What reheat? What the f- who eats cold? What are you talking about?
2: I. Don't like people that eat cold food. Like I don't like people. Oh, I hate cold food. Like no, I don't it's not cold food that's supposed to be cold. It's people who are like my mum, right? We'll have fucking mm. amazing hot pizza the night before and then she'll go to the fridge the next morning and take out like a cold piece of pizza and eat it. Oh, no.
1: I'm like you're that's
2: the you're the devil. That's gross. Like why would you not spend 30 seconds chucking it in the microwave Stick and it in at, the
1: microwave? Yeah, at least there's make a it reason warm. we have microwaves. I
2: know. Uh, socks to bed. Yes or no?
1: Uh, no way. Oh, no, I hate socks in bed. Oh, Although- gross. What about hate? Yeah.
2: Do you want to know a fun fact about socks what? in bed? What? Apparently, if you have nice, warm, toasty feet during intimate relations with someone- Oh, I was just
1: about to ask if you do that during intimate relations.
2: Put socks on for yeah, do sex. You,
1: do you have socks, do you, socks on during sex?
2: Um, not- I don't- <laughs> I don't go out of my way to put socks on. All <laughs> right. Shane's not romancing me in bed. And then I'm like, wait, like, one, one second, I'm just going to go get just my socks Just going to put me socks. socks on. But if we're, like, clothed, I don't bother taking off my socks, no.
1: But so wait, so you take everything else off but, but the socks? socks?
2: Particularly in winter, you know what I mean? Like, you get under the covers. Oh, yeah. And you're like, all right, meet me in bed. And you get into bed and, like, you take But them. you
1: leave your socks on.
2: Well, yeah, you you but because of this study on? that I read when I was, like, 13 and it was you come quicker. Sorry if that was correct. Oh, my God. Sorry. You reach the good place quicker if you have yeah. socks on during intercourse. Why, why were you reading that at 13? I, I'm not joking. I think it was in, like, Dolly Doctor or something. Like, it was, oh, it, it, yeah. So socks in bed, uh, not to sleep but maybe to spoon. <laughs>
1: It's spoon, if you know what Spork, I mean. Pork,
2: fork. Oh. Okay, <laughs> okay, moving on. Chips or chocolate?
1: Chocolate, absolutely. Uh,
2: I, I, if I mean hot chips, I'd prefer hot chips over chocolate, but if they I mean like crisps, like I prefer chocolate Crusps. over crisps. Sorry.
1: Chocolate's the best, anyway.
2: Uh, favorite Friends character, as in show Friends.
1: I hate Friends. Me too. Terrible show. Not very funny. I guess Sorry. if I had
2: to pick Phoebe because she's, Kind of
1: Is that is that the Jennifer silly. Aniston one? That's
2: the smelly cat one? The one who
1: Oh Smelly Cat, Smelly, smelly Cat. cat.
2: Uh, yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Um yeah. You know
1: what was good though? Frasier, much better than Friends.
2: Mm, no. Sorry. Yeah. New no, no, no. Crane. Oh, okay. Whatever. Nah.
1: Nah. Everybody loves Raymond. Much yeah, better than Friends.
2: Yeah, everybody loves Raymond was pretty good. I d I don't really like US sitcoms. I just don't. I can't think of
1: Seinfeld th- better than Friends.
2: Seinfeld, yeah. Also, but a bit before my funny time, so I'm just kind yeah, of – All right. I can't actually think of a US sitcom that I like.
1: Modern Family?
2: Yeah. Yeah, again, like – Actually,
1: you know what? If you're looking for – I mean, you're probably not looking – if you don't like them, you're not going to be looking for one. But if you are looking for one,
0: <laughs> great Life book. in
1: Pieces, it's on Disney Plus now oh that they've got that star thing, Disney Plus Life in Pieces. It's a great show. It's okay. really funny. Okay,
2: great. Thank you. And- Check it out. Rapid Fire, what was the worst job you ever had? Oh. S- I can answer this one while you're thinking. Um, I worked at Michelle's patisserie, and I think I worked there for like three shifts, and I hated it because I'd come home smelling like pastry.
1: Oh, that's not a bad smell. Nah,
2: it was not. Nah, 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 nah. It was not nice. I can imagine it'd be like working at KFC and coming home and smelling like fried chicken. Like it smells yeah. good when you walk past, but not when it's all over your skin.
1: I don't think I've had an objectively bad job. I think every job I've ever done has been good in some way. Oh. I don't. I can't actually work a job that's. That I don't like. Like, same as you at Michelle's patisserie. you did three shifts in and then you were like, see you later. I feel like I'm the same. I can't. If I'm not into it, I can't do it.
2: Okay. Well, fair enough. Favourite holiday destination? I, I
1: want to say USA, but I'm going to move there. so But, but you but haven't yet. be a holiday. Okay, so USA then.
2: Yeah, I'm going to say um, because I will go there for the rest of my life and always love it is a town called South Doris on the New South Wales coast where my parents have a holiday house. I've been to lots of amazing places, but... That is one place that I'll always go and always feel amazing. So I'm going to vote that one.
1: South Darius over Hawaii?
2: I've never been to Hawaii. Okay. Believe me, I loved Europe, but it's not sustainable to go there all the time and I can go to South Darius whenever I want and I like it and a holiday here this year. Google Chrome or Safari? Chrome. Chrome on computer, Safari on phone. Something that makes you instantly happy. Chocolate. Oh, that's so nice. Um, my dog. Actually, no, that's a lie. He can be a real fuckwit sometimes. Um,
1: your dogs on Prozac most of the time. I'm
2: gonna say the ocean. I love the ocean. Um, oh,
1: how often do you go to the ocean?
2: Well, when I lived nearer to it, and Melbourne ocean doesn't count because it's shit. Um, but like when I lived near it, I'd go all the time. Um, it's
1: literally shit. Like you know, St Kilda poo. they had the shit. Thing. Yeah, yeah. It's you, yeah, you sw- poo.
2: You're swimming in poo.
1: Actual poo in the yeah.
2: Yeah. Anyway, it's disgusting. What do you eat for breakfast?
1: I eat cereal, Milo cereal. It's really good.
2: You eat Milo cereal. I used to eat that when I was 12. It's so
1: good. That's it's so, so cute. yummy. cute. Um, and I, it sets you up for the day.
2: I don't know about that. I don't eat the same thing. So at the moment I'm on a muesli kick, so I'll eat a bowl of muesli at work because with work I have to eat really quickly. Um, yep. Otherwise, might and avocado on toast or crumpets.
1: Oh, crumpets. I love crumpets. Oh, I love a
2: crumpet. The best thing that happened to you in 2020... <laughs>
1: Um, the best thing that happened to me in 2020, ooh, it's tricky. There's a lot of shit things that happened.
2: Yeah. Um, Quick. It can be something uh, you know so what? small.
1: Uh, okay. Uh, you know what? The, uh, the good thing that happened is when we did the the trip to the US and we walked through and they said, here you go, you're now a US permanent Oh, resident.
2: that's really cute. Um, I'm going to say starting the Help Me Rhonda podcast because we actually started oh, in 2020. Yes, great
1: idea. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck <laughs> you. Yeah, that's much better than mine.
2: You suck. I'm a better person than you. Uh, and lastly, Celebrity Crush. No, <sighs> I know yours.
1: You know, no, see, it was going to be Ariana Grande. Yeah. I think I'm back on the Miley train. Miley? Yeah, she's, yeah, she's come around again.
2: Okay, fair enough. Um, I really like a bit of Tom Hardy.
1: Oh, also, the really? entire.
2: Do sports people count as celebrities? Do you think?
1: Um, it depends on what sport and like who.
2: Because my hall pass is the entire Wallabies team, like all of them. Oh, uh, I won't at once. Sure, whatever they want. <laughs> I won't, Jesus. I will go for all of them. And I've said that to Shane. I'm like, sorry, you've got to contend with like 15 people, whereas he gets one hall pass. I don't know uh, who see, his hall yeah, pass is, though, actually. I
1: don't like this idea of a hall pass being, hall pass has got to be someone genuinely unattainable. Like the Wallabies team. Yeah, they're unattainable. But if Not you walked really. into that, if you walked yeah. into that um, change room and you took your clothes off and said, "Take me now," I'm sure at least some of them would go
0: there. No,
2: I, I no. I, but I feel the thing with them is that you live in the same country. You can go to bars and see. Yeah, Meet them. People exactly, become like groupies of sports teams, right? Um, where yep. they follow them around, or like they know one person in the team, and that's their in, and they just follow the team around to all their bars and places that they go on the weekend. It's crazy. Yeah, isn't so it?
1: that I feel like that's achievable. I feel like a hall pass has got to, particularly if you got a thirty-person okay. hall pass, it's right. got to be unattainable. All right,
2: all right. My hall pass, then. I just I don't fan. You know who I'm going to go with? Just because I'm watching Mad Men at the moment, mm. John Hamm.
1: Oh, yeah, he's an attractive man. Love me some John Hamm. Yeah.
2: John Hamm, an attractive man. <laughs> All right, well, that's it for episode five. Thank you so much for hanging around this long. Well done. How long did we go this? Oh, we haven't gone uh, too it's long. Forty-five
1: minutes. It's pretty good. That's it's- a good one. Last week was a bit long, but that's okay.
2: Yeah, sorry. Um, because now we just do it sitting at home with nothing else going on like we just we just keep talking so yeah sorry if it's too long but not sorry i guess because we're having sorry not sorry we're having fun and that's
1: hopefully you are too listening that's why you're listening <laughs> well, if you're yeah. not then why are you listening
2: yeah stop it um but you know obviously we want you to have fun as well otherwise you know there's no real point in doing this can you imagine if we had would you do, how many listeners would we have to get down to for you to be like i quit As long as
1: there's still five people hanging on listening to us every week.
2: You know, five genuine um, people. I'm going to say ten. Ten or fifteen. I I think if it was less than that, I'd want to walk away.
1: You know? Yeah. Well, we won't. At the moment, we're not walking away.
2: Because at the moment, I think I'm actually going to need to go to the doctor after this because I'm like a pretzel, like I've been – because I'm sitting on the floor, I'm all twisted up and I'm very sore. Um,
1: Well, don't forget, keep your questions coming through at Help Me Rhonda Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, Help Me Rhonda Podcast at Outlook.com. And, of course, as we said, what is going on? uh, What are you doing? I'm so
2: uncomfortable. I'm just moving now that we're – oh, that's better. Oh, my God. I have my – I literally had one leg in and one leg out for that whole time and I've just outed the other leg. Oh, Sorry. I'm sorry. I am going to eventually get a setup that makes sense for this. I promise. Okay. All right. Great. Uh, Help me run a podcast at outlook.com.
1: And, of course, don't forget, leave us a review. And if we read it out over the next coming weeks, send us an email and you'll get a cheeky little balloon, gold balloon. Not gold bullion. Gold Gold balloon. balloon. Yeah, correct. In the shape of a question mark.
2: That is correct. So leave us a review and if you hear it, you will get a gold balloon.
1: Like a gold star, like woo! Oh
0: God,
2: we hope people are interested in that. We just—we're
1: <laughs> not going to get one email. Oh,
2: I don't know. I think we'll get a few, but yeah, listen <laughs> next week for our uh, first little crop of reviews, and you—you uh, uh, might- you never
1: know, you never know, right? In two, three, four years' time, that one little question mark might be worth a lot of money because our podcast yeah. is now huge. Exactly,
2: exactly, and you can
1: say maybe we should sign them. No, that's too no, self-indulgent. No, that is
2: way self indulgent. We're going to write a little personal note that'll go okay, in the envelope. Cool. Um, Great. And that won't be self indulgent. Basically, we're just going to beg you to keep listening to us and um, be our friends because we need all the friends we can get. Hey, um,
1: yeah? good luck. What? You're flying out oh, in a couple yeah? of days. I know. I know. What the fuck? What am I doing? On
2: behalf of all Rondas, we wish you all the very best for your next Thank journey. You.
1: If you'd like to follow at Made for America on Instagram, sorry to plug my Instagram, mm. but, you know, if you want to see how it's going, the journey, I'm going to Instagram the whole thing.
2: Fantastic. Well, I follow you and I can't wait to see. Good luck. and oh, Thanks. Hey, we'll speak to you next week. Uh, next week. From America. Woo. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.
0: What's new in podcasting? Here's what we love, courtesy of ACAST recommends. Hey, I'm Peter Weber. And I'm Dustin Kendrick. Once upon a time, we both filled out applications to find love on national television. But we had no idea where that journey would take us. Now we are living together in New York City. What better way to share our experiences than starting a podcast? Bachelors in the City is a show about, well, us, two bachelors living in the city. We'll talk about why we love the city so much, our experiences day to day as they come, and of course, you know we have to talk a little bit about love. And we'll talk to the finest people New York has to offer. New episodes every Wednesday, and you can subscribe right now wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find us on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcast. A cash recommends. recommends.